ออนไลน์พอดแคสต์449Cliffy, and you hope that he's well, and I think he sounded like he's well. So 
you would have known that from the recording previously. Oh, I need to repost this uh, uh, live show feed again in case somebody wants to watch two icons. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, I could see you. No, like I can't. Oh, okay. It's very strange. Yeah, it's strange. But anyway, let's get on to the real meat of this topic that we want to talk about. Yes. Can also oh, can you recap what you tweeted and what uh, our our back and forth was? Sure. Um, the new pope. I guess he's not so new anymore. But what's his name? The new pope. Francis. Francis. Yes. Pope Francis. Pope Francis. Uh, Francis. Uh, he was interviewed by some reporters on a plane, I believe, and he said that. Uh, he will not go after gay priests because who is he to judge them? And I tweeted, um, gee, it's great that the Pope uh, is going to leave me alone. And <laughs> that's really big of him. Words to this effect. I don't remember yes. my exact snarky comment, but um, that uh, I'm so glad that uh, he uh, uh, will leave me alone so or something. Something like that, and you said, but don't you think it's a step forward? I think, yeah, I think, I think what you were saying was, oh, I can't remember now too. I wish I did my homework. Um, oh, I can go back to our tweet and see. Yeah, I, I think we were saying uh, this was back when this was. Oh, here it is. Oh no, that was just from this morning. Hang on, this is this show is so amazingly good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, I see. Chew the fat. Okay, here's um, uh, the conversation. Okay, let me see. Okay, the can the okay yours. Pope Francis says he won't judge gays. I'm so relieved. I was really worried about his opinion on my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so so that that was your your uh, initial tweet, and then I saw it, and I said that's true. But don't you think that's less of an arsenal for those who want to attack us? And then you said, not really. Jesus said not to judge sinners 2,000 years ago. So the Pope isn't ex you know, exactly breaking <laughs> new ground here. And then I said, right. hey, would you consider discussing this further on online with me? Because, <laughs> uh, but it's good. No, I really wanted to talk about this because I, okay. um, maybe you should give a, your, your background a little bit about, you know, because I know, but other people may not know about your growing up and your exposure to religion, and just a quick, brief sort of summary of religion and you back then and today. Yeah, until uh, I was about seven, my family attended a Catholic church, and I have to say, I have nothing but positive memories of attending parochial school and. Uh, it was a loving congregation, and it was very organized, and I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. And then when I was about seven, my mom got ill, and my parents got involved in, uh, it was sort of an offshoot of the Catholic Church. At the time, in the early 70s, it was called the Charismatic Movement. Oh, yes. The one that they would do, like, ah, they would, like, you know, the sing and, and um, do the... Like the speaking speaking in tongues kind of thing, right? Right. It was sort of a move back to the early church. It was seen as that way, yeah. like people gathering in small groups, and when we'd have communion, they'd have real bread and you know that kind of stuff. It was very hippy dippy. Okay, but the, rust, then, the rustic hippie. Yeah. So, and it was part of the Jesus movement. You remember that? Or you? You're probably too young to remember this. What, what year was that in? This is early 70s. Early 70s, okay. So about the time you were born. <laughs> there was like the hippie movement. Some of it evolved into the Jesus movement. Mm. So it was all these ex-hippies who became Christians. And so it was part of that. We were part of that sort of movement. And then that moved us into, eventually we got involved with the Pentecostal church. Mm -hmm. And then I was in, I was trapped there for for about 10 years. And uh, then when I came of age, I was involved with the church for a little bit in my late teens, and then eventually I just 
just have sort of drifted away from it, and I'm not really. I'm mostly a Buddhist at this point in my life. Okay, so that's a brief hi a history Very of, brief. of yours, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so let's go back to that original subject. Is the the point that I was making, which well, like I said, like I said in the tweet, that's true, and I also believe that that. Uh, I think it's more of a for me. It's more of a surprise that he even said anything because you should typically, I typically at least look at the Catholic Church as the default of gay hating, and so when uh -huh. when whenever they have like a slight small uh, moving toward the correct direction, I I think it's a plus. That's that's what I was trying to. Uh, make a point that that if if the like you know when Obama came out saying that he supports gay marriage a lot of things sort of rippled and changed because of of that sort of a, the the leadership role making a statement that's going to cause some ripple effect to the followers right and my thought was wouldn't that if we're seeing people lightening up on the gay bashing would then cause the uh, the the general Catholic uh, community to be less kind of you know aggressive about their attack. Yeah, and I mean, I guess if it was 1950, that would be a real step forward for the Pope. Right. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's true. Two, but it's 2013, and I just I can see where you're coming from. Are, are you Catholic? I was raised Catholic growing up, and I still right. go. I still go to a gay-friendly church to sing um, once a month. So I I call myself a Catholic with lowercase C. I, you know, mm. it's more of my. It, it's I just never really talk about it publicly because I know the religion is more important for my parents than it is for me, and mm -hmm. and so I've never really talked too much about it, but. Um, I am more. I, I, I'm. I'm not religious. I would say. I am. I. I like the community. I like good things that happens out of it. But I. I don't need it. I don't even know if I actually believe in God. Oh my gosh! I just said that. Uh, but. <laughs> but I. I don't. I don't have to have anything. I. I just feel my religion is love. So. Yeah. So yes, I. I understand the Catholic teachings and the background and all that because growing up, uh, you know in a Catholic family and I still I'm a parents to go to church and and it's still practice. Mm -hmm. I guess I can pull out I mean looking at it from a distance I can see that there are themes of forgiveness and charity and the good things you know those good humanistic uh, qualities of taking care of people and taking care of yourself and and being respectful and but to me, that doesn't really have any connection to whether or not somebody died on a cross or was born of a virgin or, you know, a lot of world religions uh, adopt those virtues. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they're necessarily unique to Catholicism or Islam or any of the other world religions. Right. So, well, so but... for me... The things that make life good and help us interact together in a healthy way um, don't really have anything to do with beliefs or religion. So yeah, I'm yeah. And, divorced and, of religion. And what I my my point about the you know uh, the Catholic Church that stands is that yes, we might be you know a hundred years too or we, the church might be a hundred years too late. But I mean, it's still not good. I mean, let's just admit it. Let's just put it out there. It's not like we are welcoming gay people now. It's not that. We are not even talking about that. He's just saying, you know, I probably shouldn't judge. As opposed to, uh, no, they. I think the the last pope was a little bit more Nazi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about it uh, than <laughs> this one. <laughs> so, so that's why I see I see the the kind of like the the. The part of the religion that I I like, uh, of any religion or any sort of um, belief about doing good, 
when it comes to serving people. I believe in that. So I see a little bit more of him. So I already saw a slight change of tone from getting from the, the very strict um, Catholic teaching. We actually have a bishop here who is very, uh, very old school. And he's trying uh -huh. to cut off a lot of lay people like having a, a significant role in church and just only have priests do that. And that really pissed me off. So I, I stopped singing. I used to sing for the diocese because they, you know, whenever they have like a big celebration for the diocese, I would actually go sing. And I stopped doing that because I can't, can't stand the bishop. And so, yeah. so that that's going on for a while. So, but with, with the change of this new Pope, I, I'm finding the softer sides is starting to come out. So I have respect for that and also have hope and not so much hope for, oh, the church is going to welcome me back. I'm, 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 I don't really care about that. It's not important for me. I'm right. more concerned or more encouraged about the fact that now the church has a different focus, that you're focusing on people, you're focusing on kindness, and you're less focusing on doctrines about this, this, and that. Um, so that's yeah. the that's what I feel good. And ultimately, when the church are heading that direction, I think ultimately it's going to sort of tone down the the aggressive attack that we otherwise would have gotten from the previous pope. Yeah. So that that's my comment about I, it. I guess if Francis was saying, you know what, this whole Vatican idea was terrible. This has nothing to do with Christianity, and I'm going to sell it all off. You know, I guess I would consider that more of a revolutionary stance. But I think he's, I can see where he's sort of making some changes around the edges. Um, but it's still. It's but it is the Catholic little, Church. You, it you is know. the Catholic Church. And he is not extending the priesthood to women. Yes. Um, which that, is I, that very, actually, that was, that was more disconcerting for me than the other, the, that other comment. About, about gay people, about, the, the women thing. Yeah, it's like, is it still the Middle Ages? I don't, and I guess this is an organization that has a lot of influence in the world. Uh, and I think they could be using their influence in a much more proactive way. And uh, so I, I just, I feel bad that they're, they have so much influence over so many people poor people, so many ignorant people in the world. Um, I mean, to be telling people at this time in history that they can't use birth control and to be telling poor people that I think is just unconscionable. Right. Now, that said, too, I there are so many things that I, I disagree uh, from the teaching of the church, but uh, my my point is that I'm hoping that with the, the subtle changes, though late and totally not enough, is a good positive step toward the right direction. Who knows? But that's what I'm yeah. I'm I'm trying to think that because is this going to cause? Because they don't totally don't have to do that. The Catholic Church could just go, and we all know that's like the default is no, it's out, and they're you know like the Middle Ages is exactly what they're doing. So any sort of positive move to me is a step toward the the right direction. I probably I don't think it will ever happen. Mm -hmm. But that was just sort of toned down the the that negative sentiment that that we've been getting for the last few years when um especially the what's this the other the Nazi pope what's his name? Benedict uh, Benedict, yeah. Was in charge. Yeah. <laughs> kind of looked like Dracula. Yeah. I I guess to me, this is just, uh, I'm not saying he, Francis did this intentionally, but to me, it's, it's crumbs. And to me, it's just uh, a little carrot to keep people, especially if you're a gay Catholic, to keep you still coming back <laughs> and no, still yeah. engaged with the, with the church. And... I don't know if he did that uh, intentionally, but I, I just can't get past the fact that here's this organization that has never, ever led, uh, has enormous influence, but has never used that influence to 
lead the way in terms of human rights. They collaborated with the Nazis. <laughs> I mean, it just goes on and on. And that's just in fairly recent history. Um, it's well, it's just appalling. Yeah, um, and and it's the and it's it really is just about the organization anymore, right? It's not really about the teaching, because when you when you become that big of a a a religious organization, you just become its own ecosystem. It's like oh, it's a country. It's a it's all politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And religion, just... religion in itself is sort of like that. It's it's to control and to manipulate with your mind. Um, yeah. And a lot of it is about money and power and control and, uh, yeah, so. But, uh, so, but anyway, my thought was just my, <laughs> my idea was that I think though little steps, and I think part of that was because I'm still part of the church or because I'm involved still because of my family members and, and I still sing at a church, you know, that it, it, at one point I have to say several years ago, it was when the when the new bishop started to do all this as holy uh, actions that he was doing. We used to have a gay Catholic uh, GLBT support group in our diocese because the uh -huh. previous bishop w sponsored that group, and so yeah, we so you know we would go to that group and we would meet, and there are priests who who are gay, and there are congregations who are gay who would gather. And and just you know have and talk about religion and um, and being gay, so there was an an active group. So when this new bishop came, he he just sort of canned that group out entirely. The only group that he would allow is those ex-gay. Um, you know, I I it's okay that I'm gay. I'm just not going to have any relationship because it is sinful type of yeah. of group. Uh -huh. So those are. Uh, so when that happened, I was pretty hurt because I was still fairly young when I came out from uh, after I graduated college and and came out and because of my upbringing, I was still going to church and all that. And I was involved with that group, and so I thought it was kind of hopeful. You know, there's like a support group, even though you know that you are the the sort of the the um the lepers of the <laughs> of yeah. the church. But uh -huh. there's still this group that you know the bishop supports, and he comes to our activity, and he's he's kind of uh, 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 like my priest currently in in our church. You know, he's very open and and very accepting, and uh, knows that many of the the people involved in the church have couples and gay couples, and he he doesn't care and doesn't mind. In fact, he wants to do things to support us spiritually if we if we need or want it. I'm a little bit different. I'm just there to sing, really. Um, so, where was I going with that? But anyway, I was very hurt back then when I found out about uh, about what the bishop did. But then, mm -hmm. it I sort of grew out of it, you know, I'm not attached to that. I don't have that sentimental, uh, I don't feel like I'm rejected when that happens. But I still think because of my involvement, maybe I'm thinking, you know, every little step, it's a good step. Because I only expect the Catholic Church to go the other way all the way through. And if we're yeah. starting to see slightly moving the other direction, it it is a good sign, especially for people who are in the church still, which I know there are many. Yeah. I just find it all very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it's sad? I want to hear I think it's sad that it's kind of like the abused spouse that keeps going back to the husband who beats her up because he says something nice to her. Mm -hmm. And and that's sort of the way I see a lot of gay Christians and gay Catholics. It's like they don't want you, you know? It's like or they'll they want your money or they want your time or something, but it's like you're never going to be part of this. And and I just think that there are life is short, right? Mm -hmm. And here's an organization that is telling a certain story about the way the universe works and the purpose of life and our role here. And they're, that's their story. And that's wonderful that they have this story and some people fit into that story and some people don't. But if you don't fit into that story and keep hoping 
decade after decade that somehow you're going to be able to fit into that story at some point. I think that that's kind of sad. Yeah, I, I see your point there. I see your point there. And it's, uh, I, I sometimes compare Catholics. I'm just going to talk about Catholics since uh, I was, I grew up in that environment. Catholics who are gay, who are hoping that one day they'll be, they'll be accepted. It's like log cabin Republicans to me. Yeah. And I, I, I see the point though. Like I, I'm not involved in it anymore because I, I just I don't feel like it's important, so I'm not involved in it. But I can kind of feel and see why that is important because you want that change to to happen. It, it's like it's kind of it feels like you're if you are uh, gay and your parents kick you out and you want to reconcile with them, you want to go back, you want to be part of the family, and you keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Just like what you were saying, like uh, uh, the abusive the spouse. But it's more like a parent and child uh, relationship. Spouse, kind of, if you if you divorce each other, and then you can go on your own way. But even if you disown your parents, you are still, they are still your parents, you know? Mm -hmm. so yeah, and I mean, especially if you grow up in the church like we were, I mean, the church had us during some very formative years, mm -hmm. and our wiring and our brains <laughs> are, to an extent, even if I become Buddhist or an atheist or whatever for the rest of my life, I still have that Catholic wiring right. in my brain yeah. because they had me at that time. It's at like brainwashed. <laughs> You are brainwashed to yes, a Yes, it's like extent. a chip so, being implanted into your head or something. <laughs> yeah, it always so feels it, that way, yeah. So, I mean, there are still, it still crops up. Um, what other I things? Can have, you, could you have examples of that? Well, I think Catholics have a very strong view of the way things should be. And whatever that means. And I definitely have that in my head, which is... <laughs> There's a way things should be, and, and it should this be done the this way. way. <laughs> yeah, and yes, exactly, and that's part of it. The way things should be done, very precise, very. This is the way the world should look, and this is. And I have those thought patterns, mm -hmm. and I know part of it is my personality, but part of it is the way I was wired when I was a kid. Yeah. You got was, to you got a Sunday. You go to Sunday school and you go to church. You got to dip your finger in the holy water and you got to do the sign of the cross. And then you kneel at a certain time. You set up at a certain time. You say certain things at a certain time all together. So it's very structured, right? And the way you interact with other people is very specific in a Catholic uh, setting, where you have the hierarchy and you have the uh, the the moments of silence and stand up and sit down. And there's all yeah. sorts of physical activity that's very Catholic. And some of it still appeals to me. Like, I love the reverence for silence. I mm -hmm. think that that gets really overlooked in modern life, mm -hmm. the importance of silence. And I was in New York a couple of years ago, and I went to, um, it was, well, it was uh, Midday Meditations. It was this church on, I think, 8th, 8th Street. And it was, anybody could come in and just sit there and there was some organ music playing very softly, but it was just so that people could sit and reflect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's real power in doing that, in that quiet and that calm. And I think that the church probably represents that to a lot of people. It's like a safe place to just come and to reflect. But you just don't need a cathedral to do that. Exactly, but don't... it's pretty. <laughs> There's a lot of gold gilded stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the um, church captures that sense of awe that we have uh -huh. at life and yes. nature. and and With physical know, things so... that sort of help you. Like, like, my, like singing itself. Like I see my singing is just to get people in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, right. Uh, oh my God, I have to, I have to like, do a ding the bell moment, and um, so last last week I sang last week, and I was, it was horrible because I don't know if I get to talk. No, I never get to talk about this. But since we're on this Catholic topic, I I was there, and my pianist 
she came. She woke up late. So when I was there, I was hoping that there are two songs that I'm not familiar with that I want to run through with her. But she was late, and I was like announcing the song. Boom! She walks right in. It's almost like Mission Impossible. Like somebody slide through under like a, a garage door or something, you know. So it was very, very crazy. And then I totally messed up several songs. But who cares? Uh, but uh, when I when I sing uh, to to Usually, when I'm singing, I, I there are also a lot of hot guys in the congregation. Sometimes that you get to see. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you, not have it happens more than once. I would kind of you know I know where they are, so I would be looking at them, and it's easy for me because I would look out into the crowd, and right. I would check them out. You know, the, mm, hot, mm, cute, mm, hot. While you're singing. While I'm singing. <laughs> So you're appreciating God's creation. Exactly. I always say that. It's like, oh yes, I'm just appreciating. It's not like like I was talking to Nick Thomas, right? You can still mm-hmm. appreciate hotness and beauty, and I don't necessarily think I just ooh he's good looking. I have that reaction, but I'm not thinking about sucking his cock. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, even if I do, but <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 just saying I'm I'm not, but. You know, you just appreciate like, oh, he's good looking, blah, blah, blah. So one time, and communion time comes, and they would come to the front, right? So then I get a closer look when they come up to the front. Several times it happened already that I would look at them, and I would look down at my music, and I got panicked, and I couldn't find my place. (laughs) (laughs) It happened several times. And sometimes, uh, sometimes at weddings, I sing for weddings too. I sing for wedding ceremony, Catholic wedding ceremony. And uh, sometimes you'll find, uh, usually it's the like the groomsmen who are super hot, and then I get distracted by it. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, hasn't done that yet. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. No. Uh, but uh, uh, but it's an exciting thought. There's one viewer actually, live viewer. I don't know who that person is, but hello. Too bad you, get, you can't get to see Mark. You can't see me. Sorry, we're having webcam problems. I or know. I'm having webcam problems. So, uh, but I thought I thought it's a good thing to be discussing because I know listeners of mine who are on both sides, who are who who still have the who who um religion is still an important part, and I think part of that is the growing up, right? Uh, I'm kind of fallen in in the middle now because I can see people's needs on both sides of the aisle and I I can relate to both because I've been both and um, I I also think that there are people for me it's like this you know I I if it works for you even, even though it may be when you I think it's a really good analogy when you said that abusive um, spouse with with the mm. follower and, right. and the religion that, that's a really good that it's stuck in my head um, but um, I'm just saying if if it works for that person and even if you don't understand it or if you don't agree with it it's their choices and I I sometimes find the reverse is happening I want to quickly talk about this you know how Catholic I mean not just Catholics but Christians need to um spread the news and get the uh, uh, share the news and so that you can be saved or whatever right. and they would uh-huh. they would go out and talk to people about religion I'll pray for you and all that crap and that that is very rude to people who do not believe in God and that is also true also I'm starting to see more people uh, coming back at that, and then, which I don't blame them, but I understand why they're doing it. But I also don't appreciate the opposite side attacking people who are uh, clinging onto their religion. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and I, I certainly hope I didn't come off that I was attacking people because of their religion. I just feel, I just didn't hear any other voices. Um, and I've had to figure out a lot of this on my own. I mean, there have been other people that have 
taken religion to task, but just to sort out my own life. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it started like when I realized I was gay and realized that and came to terms with that and realized that, oh, everything I'd been told pretty much about homosexuality was wrong. What else have I been told that is incorrect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I re-examined everything, including religion, and realized uh, that it wasn't for me. But I can appreciate that people are where they're, they are. I just think that sometimes people suffer in these yeah. religions needlessly yeah. and can spend their whole lives waiting for something to happen that isn't going to happen. And all we really know is what we have in front of us. And I just feel bad that people live their lives hoping that there's a heaven and kind of not focusing on what they've got in front of them or inside of them. Actually, that's the one thing that I personally feel um, disconnected from is uh, doing things for your afterlife rather than doing things for the people around you currently. That's like my, my biggest thing about religion is that is, you know, I, I, why don't you do it for other people's sake instead of doing it for your own benefit in the future? Right. Right. If, if even I like, I don't really care and I don't actually believe in that, but I can't really say that very loudly and clearly because I don't want my parents to find out. <laughs> I'm doing it for, because I'm sure, I'm sure there's, and a part of that is, um, you know, the whole afterlife that like you want to reunite with the family kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like the older generations, yeah. they want you, you know, to, I, I don't really care. I think if we, if it, if it happens, great. If, if it's not important to me, what, what's important is right now. Yeah, this is all we have, and it's amazing. It's amazing what we have. I mean, it's amazing the creatures around us and, you know, the the nature and this planet and the people that are around us. And to be living at this time in history is amazing. And to want something more, that's the part that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Do you it's know, like, the, the softer side of... of uh... Pope Francis is that his name was uh, Saint Francis from you know he, he got the Saint Pope Francis from Saint Francis of Assisi, yeah. Which I always laugh when I heard that Assisi. I've actually been to Assisi, and it's uh, not me. I'm talking about that place. <laughs> <laughs> Assisi, <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's it's a beautiful place. I've I've been to that place and uh, and because the Saint Assisi is so focused on the, the animals and loving animals and loving nature and people. Uh, that's why I, I see the softer side of, of um, this current Pope. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I do think, I mean, those of us on the other side can come across a little angry and, mm-hmm. and defensive. And it's partly, and I try to rein that in for myself, um, but I think we also have to, we're called, I think, in life to lead moral lives. And if we see immoral, you know, children subjected to um, the sort of treatment that maybe we were, then we're going to have an emotional response mm-hmm. to that. Yes, and it's, react it's that. reactionary. Exactly. It's reactionary. And, and if you look at it also, I don't want to kind of downplay why people react that way because we've been bombarded by religion for thousands of years like you know like you got to join us otherwise you're going to hell you know you you got to be part of the this religion otherwise you you know then you're bad you got to subscribe to that membership otherwise you you you're the outcast so i see why people do that i just think that sometimes doing that sort of is you're just down to that same level as as the other side like right. I, I can totally understand that you know I, I sometimes I even see I hang out with people and I know people who are 
religious and who respect me for who I am, and they know, and they might not even agree with my quote lifestyle, but I make them having the conflict in the head all the time because they like me, they love me for who I am, but they cannot reconcile the teaching of their church. With who I am, but at the same time, and see my relationship with Bruce, and they know how loving we are, and how long we've been together, how how you know we live our life together, how normal that is, and they just mm-hmm. cannot comprehend it. But at the same time, because I'm there, I'm the face of the the gay person in their lives. That it challenges them a little bit, and I just yeah. don't want that. All the gay people out there are the ones who say that, oh, you're you are religious and you therefore you're dumb. Uh, I want to be, even though I am not part of, I don't buy into the part of their beliefs. I respect them, and they learn to respect me a little bit more that way when I give them that respect. And I actually like I make them struggle. I make them feel confused and conflicted because. They just don't see how those those two things jive together, like mm-hmm. what they're being taught and also what they see a real life gay person. Yeah, I think the best thing that we can do is let our little light shine and just lead yes. our lives. I know. And... Let our tiara tinkle, <laughs> <laughs> twinkle, twinkle. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that will. Probably change more minds than screaming and yelling at each other. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm 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 hoping for too, is that we we don't go full force all the way. Sometimes you have to fight back. You know, if I see a child or a relative of mine who's gay, growing up in a Catholic family and it's being beat down, I will say something about it. You know, that is when I will I will speak up, but I won't just. Plain, I'll say, uh, because you believe in uh, the the religion, and and then you're having uh, this this child having to suffer, uh, that then you are a bad person. But I would go in there and just target on that issue about being gay, and that's part of the reason why I do the show is so that I have received enough emails I didn't, from. Different places, Malaysia, elsewhere, about the, you are the only person that I can talk to or that I can relate to because nobody else. Even now, I haven't. I have to say, I haven't received an email like that for maybe for the last two years. Maybe I have not received email like that anymore. Um, so uh, things might be a little bit better, or I just don't have any listener. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I don't see that struggle as much anymore. I can. I can also see when I go back and visit Asia. It's not. As bad as it used to be anymore, it's not good by all means. Yeah, I guess.、Uh, yeah, I mean, I try not to be too defensive or take people to task too much, but、uh, it is an emotional subject for me because I've been affected personally by it, and、yeah. I'm still trying to fix some of the damage that was done. So、yeah. that's part of where <laughs> it comes from, and the church. Uh, you know, no matter what they, how they position it, they're in the power position.、Mm-hmm. They have the money, they have the influence, they have the, the power, the hearts and minds,、uh, much more than I do with my tiny little podcast. Yeah.、So. Um. But the the thing about our tiny little podcast is you're not really changing the church, but you're changing that one person who might be struggling, going through what you've gone through. That's、True. the person that I'm targeting. I'm not targeting the church. I'm not changing the church. Who cares? But I might be changing that one child's mind, who is going through the same thing that I went through, the struggle that I went through. I went to. Do you remember Novena? Do you remember that? It's the、mm. like this like you go and pray to the、uh, Virgin Mary on a Saturday or something. I can't remember. I used to go there to to pray my gay away, and、oh. and、uh, you know what? Like like I, it it sounds kind of sad, right? But I'm so totally.、Um, I, I've grown out of it. I think my coming out is so much more powerful than my religious upbringing. That I, I, it, it was so. It's I, I don't have the remnants. That's why when you when you were saying that you're still fixing the, the the wounds that the church caused. Can you say like give me one example of what that might be? Well, I think、uh, just the 
I was a very neurotic person <laughs> for a lot of years and was full of fear. And a lot of that fear that I was dealing with was cultivated in the church. Mm. And uh, we were taught, um, especially in the Pentecostal church, like I said, most of my memories of the Catholic church are fairly positive, but a lot of what I learned in the Pentecostal church was fear mm. and uh, you know God has just about had it with you uh, and the end of the world is coming and you better be uh, ready okay, and okay. Um, I was uh, hearing this when I was eight nine ten eleven years old so I mean it a lot of um, even after I left the church I still had these neurotic thoughts and they just sort of transposed onto mm. other things. I became very neurotic about my health and hy uh, hypochondriac, and then I had to get a handle on that. So, I mean, there's there were just a lot of, um, a lot of negativity, mm. I guess, was implanted and taught. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess my growing up then is a little bit different. Uh, and part of that, I don't know if it's a blessing or, or a curse, <laughs> is that my, my parents, my the religion influence came from my dad's side. My mom used to be a Buddhist. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then she became a convert into uh, the Catholic Church. But she, they were, so my dad's side, like back in China, before communism, we already have uh, Catholic churches already part of it, uh, of, our, of our family. So my family is very Catholic. And so that side, even then, my parents were loving. And they, you know, because my brother is also gay. So that's like a double whammy. I don't know. If, do you know about that? Have I ever talked about yeah. that? Mm -hmm. So, um, and so they, to my and my parents were amazing, right? When we came out, they were totally amazing. And over the years, I discovered that the difference between some religious parents and my parents is that they, their faith is a little bit beyond what's written down black and white. Their faith is love. It's like they, they feel like they're, if God, they believe in God, if God has given me this child, it must be beautiful. It must be a gift. So my right. parents see my being gay, my brother being gay, as a gift. So they 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 kind of have that religious um, sentiments in 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 their um, the process of accepting our being gay. It has a lot of religious tones and elements in it, but in a positive way for us. Like they see us yeah. as gifts. They see you know nobody can tell me my mom said nobody can tell me not even the pope that this is not a gift because I know in my heart and this is between me and my God that she believes that this is a gift. So, you know, she still kind of hang on to that religious notes, but it's mm -hmm. in a positive way for yeah. us, at least. That could be part of her Buddhism, too. It could be. And my dad, acceptance. too, is that. My dad's just like, oh, it doesn't, it's not, uh, you know, we know what they feel. They say what they feel is more important than and uh, than what they are taught, because when you feel okay. that way, that's that's what they say. Because I we sort of warn them that you know other people will say some other things to you. She said it doesn't matter what we feel. We know for sure. There's nobody. Nobody can change that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of you know acceptance and tolerance are, are all good things and yeah and sometimes it comes in a catholic rapper and sometimes it comes yeah. in a muslim rapper well, it doesn't even have to have a religion to be accepted or not even a religion right right so so anyway you know what we've gone long <laughs> yeah. so i never get to talk to you about the uh the bi-national relationship thing yeah do you, you uh, are you are you uh are you have you had lunch yet? I know it's still early there. Uh, not yet, but I don't usually eat this early. Did you want to keep going? Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you have. Uh, I can restart a fresh show, and we can talk briefly about that. That we don't have to go that long. I thought we we're gonna just talk about like the religion 
halfway through and then switch to that, but we went longer. <laughs> yeah, we could. I could talk about it all afternoon. So. <laughs> but anyway, so. tell people about your show. Well, my show is called Musings of a Tech Writer, and uh, that's the name of it in iTunes. Musings of a Tech Writer, musingsofatechwriter.com, and. Uh, if you like uh, subjects like this, I talk about everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so uh, I listened to Mark uh, for a while now, and I met Mark during Pride 48 last year. Was it last year? The year yeah. Last we year. Had a, we had a little Korean together. Yes. But then we meet. we met the year before too, right? We, we met the year before, but, but we, didn't, not as, we didn't hang out. We didn't have any time to hang out. Yeah, so, but we actually hung out last year, and I met Debell, and yes, we all went out for food. It was very nice. Yes, it was. Anything, anytime there's food involved, it's nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the moon face. Oh my gosh, I'll be eating so much. I was just doing a, a video podcast, and I thought, oh my gosh, maybe this is a bad idea. I can see from the first first video to the last video, and how wide my face is getting you know i can document all that no you're perfect uh, john well thank you if you don't if the video has no feet if you don't no picture i'm perfect <laughs> god doesn't make mistakes john but god didn't make me fat i made me fat. <laughs> no it was the devil it the was devil the devil that fat. put that delicious a peanut butter chocolate molten cake in front of me last night and I <laughs> ate it all. It was mm, so delicious. I know. Okay, anyway, we're going to wrap this up uh, and uh, we're going to, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we're going to wrap this up and of course I'm going to talk about the business stuff. You can write me. You can go to onlinepodcast.com and check out um, Mark's podcast link there. And uh, Musing of a Tech Writer. And you can also comment uh, like Jay did last week. Uh, my number is 920-iPhone1. Uh, and uh, you can email me at online at gmail.com. And until next week... Oh, check out video too. I'm doing more videos now. So subscribe to me uh, on uh, YouTube, which is... I don't know what that is. I'll put a link there. <laughs> or you can actually go to... Uh, subs go to iTunes and search for online HD and my video will be posted there as well. Anyway, goodbye! Yay! Oh, I forgot to say what I should be saying. Don't forget to smile, bitches. Bye. <laughs>